Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Inside High School Sports is brought to you by Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. Good morning. Welcome inside high school sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with Tom Prince and Frank Wolf from WNY Athletics. Uh, Francis is on duty somewhere, and Roger's on duty somewhere. So, uh, hey, DK, you want to uh, substitute for Roger for a quick second? Give us a... Uh... <clears throat> Morning, y'all. All right, there we have it. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. We can't start the show without uh, Roger's signature. Morning, y'all. So how you guys doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. It's a weekend. I was impressed by that. He actually did a real good one. He did. (laughs) Nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Good way to go. So, Scott, how are you doing, Frank? I'm good. You look tired. Very tired. Yeah, you've had a busy week, haven't you? A little bit. A little bit. A little running around here and there, everywhere, in between. Yep. I was uh, down in Jamestown yesterday. And I ran into a few people, wanted to say hello. Uh, Terry Kunick and Bobby Gersbach were down there for cool. the uh, uh, athlete program that they run down there, uh, cross-training. Did you say happy birthday to Robert? I did. Okay. I did. And uh, Chris Payne is an assistant coach at uh, Cheese Sausage Pepperoni. Yeah, for the Panama basketball team. And wanted to make sure that he his hello got back to you. Awesome. Hi, and buddy. Yes, I want to give a shout-out to Chris. They were successful last night. And... Uh, and yeah. Chris and uh, Coach Harper, I will be contacting you guys uh, soon as we talked about. Uh, we're working on a camp coming up uh, this June, and hopefully I'll have uh, information on that camp uh, soon. Do you have new headphones? No. You stole them? No. <laughs> Where'd you get those from? Those are new. These are station ones. Oh, those are nice. Mine died. Oh. I, I buy these $5 ones at 5 below, and they don't really last too long, so uh, I had to go with uh, something a little bit better. Those look nice. Yeah. They look nice on you. Yeah, they don't sound as well as the other ones. I like uh, I like it tighter. The more I don't know, the sound is more uh, echoey in, yeah. in these than uh, normal. You guys want to hear something funny? This morning on my way to work, I'm uh, coming up sweet home, and every now and then, when you get past UB headed towards Maple, you have to stop because wild geese are crossing. And, and if you've ever experienced wild geese crossing, they don't always make up their mind as to where they want to go. So these four knuckleheads are standing and are, are walking back and forth in the middle of the street. Traffic is stopped both ways. I come to a stop. There's a, a Jeep Wrangler to my right. And, you know, people want to get going, but you don't want to run these guys over. So... All of a sudden, the turkeys got agitated at the Jeep. The feather, they're lifting up their, their wings. They start poking at his tires. And I was sitting there cracking up laughing. It was the funniest thing to see these turkeys getting mad at a wheel on a Jeep Wrangler. Like, what did the wheel do to you guys? That's funny. That's funny. That is funny. 
So I was able to uh, scoot, uh, scoot by and uh, get through to that, to get past them. But uh, they're crazy, crazy animals. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been uh, keeping track or of what's going on with the NFL Combine, but uh, we have our local f- uh, flavor involved, and that is a former Niagara Falls resident, uh, star Canisius High School, and with Pitt, Kadri Olison. And it is my understanding that he is the heaviest back in the draft. A six foot two twenty eight, I want to say, ran a four five forty, which is pretty impressive. Uh, I could just picture him bruising as a you know a bruiser type back. He, he hopefully he has a nice career, and I think uh, uh, he'll go early and. I hope he catches on. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool, especially <laughs> since I'm friends with his dad. Uh, I'd really like to see him make it. Well, it's well. good for, you know, Canisius and the Monsignor Martin and Western New York football in general. Sure. You know. Absolutely for Western New York football in general. The more we hear these stories, the more we hear people, you know, the, everyone we hear keeps saying is this is an untapped territory. Look at what we've got. We've got some big names now in college going through the ranks as we speak. The thing I love about this is – with the NFL, the way they've changed their running back styles, where they've go to two backs now for the most part, right? Where they have the bruiser and then, and then know, the, the quick speed, guy. right? And yep. then he'll fit right into those examples as the bruiser type guy. He's got the speed with the bruiser, that right, you know, the, the bruiser mentality right there with the 228. He's, he's so fit. strong, too. And I mean, that's he's right now to me at the perfect spot because he could go early to fit that second running back. You know, style that's in there to be, but it's going to be a perfect fit for a specific team. Just I guess the Bills team. have spoken to him already. At, you know, they interview players, and it doesn't Absolutely. mean that they're going to draft him or anything like that. But the fact that they're uh, talking to him, and I'd love to see him uh, be able to stay here in Buffalo. That would be amazing. I just hope he doesn't go to a division rival. That's all. That's my only hope. Don't go to a division rival, especially New England, and don't go to the Dallas Cowboys. Then after that, okay, we're cool. Wherever he goes, I'm going to be a fan of his. And go Kadri. uh Way to do your thing. You know, he, he started football young at Cataract in Niagara Falls. Uh, I believe his dad coached him there. Uh, so he's, he's had a great career, and I'm just really uh, excited for him. Uh, news and notes, guys, uh, anything, uh, any registrations or anything like that popping up? Or No, like I said, well, we talked uh, last time. All the little leagues are ready to go. So if you have a little league that you're trying to get into, look for your local town. The signs are out everywhere. There is an opportunity for your son or daughter to play baseball or and or softball out there for you in any local league that's available that's in your town. At this point or this time in the, in, in the year, is it pretty much you're signing up just to play house ball? Uh, would it be safe to say most of the travel teams are already set? Yeah, I would honestly say probably 90 to 95% of the teams are set at this point. And they've been now, that doesn't mean winter. there's not a fit out there. I need a pitcher. Boy, I could use a third baseman. I could use something. If you were to fit a team, you're trying to fill a spot or a last-minute spot that's out there for somebody. You know, because there are people that move into town. There are some circumstances where a team fell apart for whatever reason. Fundraising didn't come through. Millions of reasons what happened. There's always a way to help you find a team if there's one that you're looking for. Why do some people turn their nose down to house baseball? Uh, well, it, there's two different mentalities out there, right? The uh, People will say house baseball is not as competitive as what travel baseball is. 
and they're looking for more competitive is what they are. Um, and it, it is, it, to me, um, I believe in house baseball. Because at travel baseball, you're now getting to the point, especially at ages usually around 10, 11 years old, where you become specialized to a position, right? You're going to be the right fielder. You're going to be the shortstop. You're going to be the center fielder, whatever it is. And what I say is go play house baseball. Don't get pinpointed yet. If you still want to play shortstop, that's where you do it. That's where you practice. That's where you hone in. That's where you get game times that's in there. Guess what? You haven't hit a home run in travel. There's a good chance you can do that in house baseball. Go, uh, you know what I mean? Be able to hit that first home run. And not to mention, in my opinion, house baseball is a lot of fun. And the kids again, have a blast, at least from what I've seen. No doubt about it. But again, it just depends on the makeup of the team, too. Because, Tony, you're drafting a lot of those players. They're players you wanted, which makes it more fun, mm -hmm. right? Some other teams will tell you it's a complete nightmare, right? Kids aren't showing up. Kids are making fun of other ones because of um, they're not to the level that they are. Every team is built differently, right? Some have phenomenal experiences. Some have god-awful experiences. Oh, that's sad. And it, it really is. But I could tell you the same thing happens in travel. The same thing happens on any team that you possibly want to play on. It happens out there. It's trying to find the right fit for you. Right. But I truly have always been a believer. Every one of my kids have played house, house baseball through 12 years old. Every one of them. And I really felt it was because, one, the camaraderie piece, number one. Number two, I never wanted them to be pinpointed into a position. I wanted them to play outfield. I wanted them to be a catcher if they wanted to. I wanted them to experience every position out in the field that you will not have happen in travel baseball. Good point. Really good point. You know, I've always ever been involved with house, and uh, Tom's right. You know, you get the opportunity to move around, play different positions. It's a different feeling. It's it's definitely not as serious. You know, once you get on that travel team, you're all about that position you're playing, your role. And house, there's a little more freedom. It's it's not as competitive. It definitely isn't as competitive, but doesn't mean that they don't have the competitive spirit. Those kids still want to win, and uh, it's 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 just different. It's just different. And you don't travel. I mean, you're you're not going from West Seneca to Lockport to to Syracuse to Erie. You're you're playing in your house. I do know Hurdle North Park does the best job to me in terms of the house league. Where show shown? Yeah, yeah. Because their travel team, and I forget what they're called. North Buffalo Blaze. The Blaze. Okay, they have to play on their house league in order to play on their travel team. So they Most do that. Okay. Honestly, there's so many towns that do that. I could go okay. up and down that do. Um, but the problem is that scenario gets more people more angry because you're forcing me to do it, right? Yeah, nobody and likes really being told that they have to. Bingo. And then that's when the, that, that's, that's when the kids that are coming to the games come and, and, and treat it as if it's a lower-level baseball instead of – for what it is. I look at it like this. Uh, if it's a way for your child to go out and have fun, that's what's important. At least for me as a parent, I, I like the fact that Nick had a blast last year. Uh, you know, he had good teammates, a good, you know, uh, Coach Sal did a fantastic job with them. You know, L listen, person, I'd rather have my kid out playing a baseball game than playing Fortnite all night long. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> let's be honest, right? Yes. And, but there's different mentality. And, and, 
I'm not saying there's one right or wrong mentality out there. They're all different. And and there's that's the reason you decide what's best for your son or daughter. I get it. I get it. But in and I'm just telling you what my philosophy is. Right. And my philosophy is Boy, go enjoy it. Play the positions you don't normally play. Use it as an opportunity to practice. Use it as an opportunity to get better, right? You see the game differently. All right. And 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 to be honest with you, you going out throwing 20 pitches as a pitcher isn't going to hurt you. 20 pitches in a house game could get you three innings in some cases. And then you get to hone in, work on some things, work on hitting spots, work on throwing special uh, pitches for certain counts, Work on that stuff. That's what I believe house baseball should be. I, I couldn't agree with you anymore. I mean, that was brilliant. Excellent. Well said, Tom. All right, guys, let's uh, continue on here. We have our G&G Fitness player, uh, Coach of the Week. Why do I keep wanting to say player? And we're just so used to it. I think. It is. It really is. It, it becomes you know stuck in my head. And uh, if you go to livefit.com, that all one word, livefit.com, that's where you go to nominate your coach for the G&G Fitness Coach of the Week. And this week's uh, winner, Kelly Fredrickson of Ellicottville, the Alpine Ski Team, three-time state champions. So congratulations to them. Uh, What is it? Logan Fredrickson in the slalom, giant slalom, overall Alpine champion. Great job, Ellicottville. Way to represent Western New York. I couldn't ski to save my life, so what they're doing, that's amazing. I was told I would probably ski as well as Sonny Bono. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man, that's wrong. Um, I want to give a shout-out. Corey Day, Mike Riggerman, Robbie Penhollow, 2018-19 Wrestling State Champions from Western New York. Congratulations to those fine, upstanding citizens. Robbie Penhollow. Uh, was the uh, wrestler of the week for WNY Athletics, and then Mike Riggerman has had an unbelievable high school career uh, thus far. He's having an unbelievable season. And Corey Day, he did. Uh, he had a tremendous tournament last weekend. I believe he came in as a sixth seed, beat the three, beat the two, then beat the top seed. That's awesome. To win it all. So Corey Day, he had himself a weekend. Congratulations to all three of those guys. Corey representing Iroquois, Mike Riggerman, uh, Pioneer, and Robbie from Casadega Valley. You guys are awesome. Uh, Brian Wilson did. Uh, Brian, Brian Wilson, <laughs> Brian Baker from Wilson. You've been talking to Roger too long. <laughs> His summer basketball camp is slated for uh, July first and July third. There is information on the Inside High School Sports Facebook page for more information on how to register your daughter. Uh, visit the Inside High School Sports Facebook page, and you'll find more details uh, that'll lead you over to Brian Baker Wilson Lake Men Lake Women Basketball Camp. Probably one of the top in the area. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I think two things. One, watch out. Uh, Riggerman's got to be up for for three sport player <laughs> player of the year, uh, depending on what he does in his third sport here in the spring. Right? I don't know what it is. I don't know. I've heard track. I've heard a couple different things. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. But it'll be very interesting to see what he comes out and does with his third sport because he's got to be right there for it. On, on your skiing update, let's give a shout out to Todd Pometier of Ellicottville. He does a great job of putting everything out on the Southern Tier on our Facebook page. He's also one of the people that are right now big on the Little League program right now, trying to get travel up and running to currently getting four or five teams down there in that program to get the travel program up and running. So let's give him a shout yeah, out for everything shout he's out. been doing too. And thanks, Todd, for giving me the uh, tip and the heads up on Ellicottville's uh, ski team. So 
there's a big thank you there. Um, hockey, Frank, uh, where are we with hockey? I understand we had a three-peat. Yes, uh, the flop. Get it done uh, yesterday at the Northtown Center. Uh, I believe it was a they beat they did beat Lids. Uh, and it was a, an exciting game. I unfortunately could not be there because of a prior commitment. Uh, but Lid gets it done. Becker, Brooke Becker had a goal and assist. Um, so flop three times in a row. They've won the Girls Fed Championship now. It was Lid's first time appearing there in some years. Uh, they had an a, a unbelievable year. They're Dylan Gorski, their goaltender. To me, was the goaltender of the year for the girls' fed. Francis and I actually on Friday were working on our uh, first, second, and third team All-Stars and an honorable mention, so we'll be coming out with that. It almost came to blows in our office yesterday when discussing <laughs> those teams. So, um, and then, then we got to work on the boys, and I'm sure that we're going to have to be uh, – that'll have to be a conference call. <laughs> we, got, we just can't agree on who to – Put in there, uh, but we'll get through it uh, today. Though Orchard Park plays Ithaca, I believe. Yeah, so that's the Division One, uh, and that is down there in Section Four. That is a 7 p.m. start tonight. Now all these games should be available on that NFHS network. It's like a 9.95 subscription, monthly subscription, um, and you can cancel at any time. But if you want, if you can't get down there, you can watch it uh, via the NFHS network. That's our Division One representative in Division Two. We've got two teams going. West Seneca West traveled down to Section One. They're playing John Jay at one o'clock today. Grand Island is going to Section Three to play Skinny Atlas in their backyard at six thirty tonight. Uh, gentlemen, I was on Monday. I was down in Syracuse with uh, Marky Johnson and Timmy Mrochek calling the game. Uh, a Skinny Atlas and Cortland Homer. And everyone was telling me how good the Skinny Atlas team and they're great and all that. I didn't see it Monday night. I don't know if they played down to the competition or what. They were fast but not quick. And I think I even texted a couple guys from our section saying if seven of our teams could have gone down there last Monday and beaten them. They have a very good goalie. I know they had a very good record and they beat some great teams down there. But the team, the Skinny Atlas team that played last Monday night, if they show up, if that's the same team that shows up tonight, Grand Island should walk through them. But it'll okay, be a, I'll keep it'll my fingers crossed. Game. So <laughs> no mean, pressure. The two teams I know we've heard a lot about, and we've heard a lot about when we've brought people in here, was Skinny Atlas and Ithaca was the other one we also heard good about. Ithaca, if I'm correct, was the first team to step out and come up here and play somebody earlier in the year. Am I correct on that? I think you are. So they're from Section 4. Right. And Orchard Park does have their hands full with them, but they have excellent goaltending. Excellent right. goaltending. So I think the Quakers, for your sake, because I know you're an OP guy, I think they have <laughs> a good chance of returning to Harbor Center next uh, next weekend. So let's keep our fingers crossed. And then West Seneca West goes down to John Jay in Section 1, and they're a big, strong team. They did lose to Grand Island Monday night here, and that could be a good omen for them because last year West Seneca West beat Sweet Home Sweet Home and West Seneca West both made it back to the Harbor Center, and Sweet Home ended up winning the state championship. So the runner-up to the Section 6 championship game last year ended up being the state champion. That could happen this year. I'm, I'm confident that West Seneca West can go out and beat John Jay today. I know it's a long ride down there. They left yesterday, so hopefully they're nice and well-rested today. But uh, I am looking for uh, West Seneca West and Grand Island to get back here, and hopefully Orchard Park I'm hoping to have for the area just to show how powerful Section 6 hockey has become these last few years, we can get all three teams back today. 
Uh, St. Joe's is taking on Fordham Prep at 1 p.m. today at the Harbor Center. So that'll be like the Catholic School State Championship. So we could be Good crowning, luck, Crow. Yeah, we could be crowning a state champion today. Uh, they got by St. Mary's last Monday night. Uh, so good luck to them. And that brings us up to date on hockey. So you've got three games today, all available on the NFHS network. And then that St. Joe's Fordham game. St. Joe's, if you go to their school site, they do have a live stream. Uh, I believe it's like St. Joe's TV or something like that, maybe on YouTube. But you will be able to watch that game if you can't get to Harbor Center. There's so much going on today. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. But I mean, yet, in in a couple of weeks, it's it's all over, and we're a couple of weeks. We're talking baseball. Yeah, Come we're talking on, baseball, baseball, baby. <laughs> hey, we might have to talk badminton. There's gonna be so much. <laughs> but all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got Roger Weiss on the line. He's going to get us updated on girls basketball. We've got boys basketball to talk about. So all that and more on Inside High School Sports. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri here along with Frank Wolf and Tom Prince, WNY Athletics. And we're trying to get everybody caught up as to where we're going on. As you said, Frank, this is the busiest time of, well, not the busiest, a busy time of the year because you got the winter sports are wrapping up and the spring sports are kind of poking their head out saying, yeah, all right, <laughs> is it time to go to work yet? So we got all that uh, going on and uh, we're trying to get you up to date as to the things that are happening. Tom, uh, we have some uh, club hockey uh, playoffs going on as well. They're all down in Long Island right now at uh, Northwell Arena. I know Lancaster, Orchard Park, uh, City Honors, East Aurora, O'Hara. City Honors, O'Hara is one team. East Aurora, Holland, uh, Eden Lakeshore. Uh, they're all down there right now. I don't really know what the schedule is, who's playing who, and who's actually in the state championship, but that's where the club championships are, and, and Western New York is well represented down there. Good luck to all those teams. Want to give a shout out to Brian Thomas down in Fredonia. Says to say hello to you on Facebook, or he's going to smash me next time we go down there. So I got my bases <laughs> covered. He sends me these things in direct messages that make you want to cry. He did you see the Carey Price thing, Montreal Canadiens goaltender? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Brian sends that to me, and I'm like in the middle of a broadcast down in Jamestown yesterday, the JCC, and I'm almost in tears. Watching this story, yeah, it was Brian. Cool. Don't send those to me at night when I'm on a broadcast. Send them like at three in the morning. <laughs> but anyways, um, Monsignor Martin. Wow, how about O'Hara getting after it yesterday with St. Mary's of Lancaster? That's pretty. I mean, wow. O'Hara is one of those teams. They're on a mission now. Yeah, but Tony, like, look, 60, we lost three games. We're not used to losing in the regular season. Sixty-two to forty-seven. I don't know what they had for their pregame meal, but I want some of that because St. Mary's was tough. Yeah. They really I mean, just gave, gave uh, Cornell Harrow one of the first losses of the yeah. year, right? Yeah. They came out of the gates where we, I mean, we, in fact, we gave uh, Jason Klein one of the uh, coaches of the year, were one of the ones we recognized. That's here right, yes, because of that big win. If we remember, when we remember, you know, no doubt they were coming out. And well, there was Chaz, something exactly, it wasn't that long ago. No, we're talking about. I mean, you I think remember. this is the eighth uh, coach of the week that we've done. Right. So he was a. Uh, he was one of the early ones. So within the first two, you know, the first two weeks, he was week two winner. Yeah. So that was your double A champion O'Hara, and A Sacred Heart, 
51-37 over Mount St. Mary's. Avoided the season sweep. Yeah. I, mean, they, I mean, you know, lose it twice. Just think about it. You lose twice to a team in the regular season. And you have to think about the mindset going in to play that team for the third time. And it's like, oh, can we win? I mean, is, and, it, is it possible? And then to come out and win? I think it makes it that much bigger. And Coach Owens... You know, she really did a really good job this year. You got to take your hat off to her because I know she was without some of her better returning players for one reason or another. Uh, they they didn't come out, uh, so I know that she she did a really good job this year to capture that that eight division. I don't know exactly how tough it is in the grand scheme of things, but they beat Mount St. Mary's on the biggest night, and they just I mean they controlled that entire game. I think they were only outscored in the third quarter, but either way, kudos to Sacred Heart and then the B division. Um, that was probably the closest game of the day. Christian Central gets by Buff Sem 50-45 to in a pretty good game. I don't know if Roger was there or not, but if when he calls in, he could talk about those games. Yeah, Roger could, more detail. Guess couldn't hold on, so uh, he dropped off. Sorry, Roger. We tried, Roger. We tried, but there's so much stuff to get in. <laughs> um, if you And then I was down in Jamestown yesterday, um, as I mentioned probably 12 times now. Um, Class C1, uh, my boys, uh, Middle Early College. Uh, in the late game, get by tap, uh, fall to, yeah, they get by tapestry, seventy four fifty seven, in C two, um, that was uh, Bennett fell to Randolph, so um, Randolph and Middle Early College will be playing Tuesday, I believe, at Buff State, yeah, Tuesday, March fifth, Buff State. That's a five fifteen game. That's the Class C championship, and Panama gets it done. Uh, they get by Forestville yesterday to capture the Class D championship. So a and, lot and they're favored to go almost all the way, in, yeah. possibly to win a state title. And well, the, the girls were remember that was what uh, what um, Roger was Roger's saying. been touting now for weeks. Right. Like the girls are going to be on the way to state championships. So now you'd be talking about possibly two teams, boys and girls, both competing for that state title. And so Roger is down at Jamestown Community College today, so he'll be seeing Chautauqua Lake. They take on Silver Creek. Uh, Frewsburg takes on Maple Grove. Uh, our good friend uh, from Chautauqua Lake, uh, Coach. Uh, uh, why am I forgetting the coach's name at Maple Grove and now at Chautauqua Lake? Kurt Fisher. Kurt Fisher was there. He said to say hello to you. All right. Big fan. Good Hi, job. Coach. Wait, I'm, hey, I'm coach. telling you, he's got a lot of hellos coming back, huh? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what do you promise these guys? Nothing. <laughs> uh, Franklinville and Panama get the girls started off. That's the Class D championship at 12 noon today. That's what Roger's. Gearing up, he's going to be doing some. Uh, hey, if you get an NFHS subscription, you'll hear Roger today. He's down cool. at JCC doing some color work for us. Um, and then, I just want to know what they're feeding him today. Um, I was told there could be some pizza All right. and some chicken wings in the hospitality room. Just don't let him go too L- long. With Roger, food. if you're listening, to the hospitality room. There's two doors that say "Don't enter." If you go in those doors, that's where the hospitality enter uh, center is. So there's two doors marked "Do not enter." Two. You- Doors down. They're. De- I'm sorry. And they're stand. They stand out. Like if you enter those doors, you will be in the hospitality room and plenty of pizza and wings. But yeah. it says do not enter. That's code for hey. This is where the food is. The talk is not going to be about the pizza and wings at the thing. It's going to be wherever he <laughs> stops on the way on the way home is where we're going to hear about. <laughs> <laughs> well, he missed out. We had uh, pizza delivered to the station the other night from uh, Sammy's too. Uh, uh, that uh, opened up on uh, Colvin near Kenmore. And this is Western New York pizza that they've got uh-huh. with uh, chicken finger, chicken wing, uh, beef on whack, 
Uh, it's pretty amazing. D, did you get to try it? I thought it was a little weird, like maybe a bit of overkill. Too oh, much, I loved too much, it. Too much buffalo stuff. Oh, I loved it. And he had the au jus to dip the beef on wet in. <laughs> Literally, it came in, you had in the middle of the pizza a stick, and they had uh, a full chicken finger, chicken wing, and a beef on whack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Roger would have been in his glory. I stopped at Davidson's on the way down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> But that was anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, whew. So the boys today. Uh, this is a big day today. It's a at, big day. Uh, Buff State. I mean, you're talking some great basketball that's going to be going on all day long. And, and let's not forget tomorrow the girls. Yeah. Right. And, so and, we've yep. got two big days full. In fact, I'll be there for eight games if I'm correct. <laughs> the next two days, I'll be doing the color for eight straight games. Sorry, Miss Prince. Just go um, get a dorm room at Tower Four, a- my old dorm, uh, eighth floor, and and you'll be fine. And, and we'll try to do our post game interviews at the end of each one too, so that we can make recognize as many uh, players of the games and athletes out there that we can uh, in the basketball world right now. And uh, you know, I'm sure we'll see our friend at center court, right at uh, yeah. right well, literally he's at, at Jamestown. Center court. No, he was in Jamestown yesterday. Oh yeah, and then uh, he'll be yeah. at. He oh. beat me down there too. He did. He beat me down. I, have I no tried idea. to get him to try to see if I can get him to come in, but the schedule wasn't he's going. He's got allowed. one laptop to set up. He's there three hours early. I'm like, <laughs> come on, Chad. Really? You, all you have to do is open up your laptop. You got your hotspot. He's there three hours early. I'm kind of, kind of I'm bummed out because this is the second year in a row I have to miss. Last year I missed because uh, I was home recuperating from surgery. Two broken wings. Yeah, with two broken wings <laughs> without blue cheese. Oh. And this year I'm taking care of my wife who just had surgery. Oh. So it's like mm. the timing couldn't have been worse, but oh well. So today and, the B2. And, and then also but before oh. you do that, just shout out and hopefully I get a chance to see Harry. Uh, Harry Skull over at the games also since I haven't seen him in a while covering some of the games. Yeah. Right? Today, uh, the first game up is Allegheny Limestone versus Olmstead. That's a 1-3 matchup at noon today. That's the B2 final. Yeah, Olmstead's another one with boys and girls. Olmstead Owls, yeah. baby. And, and, then, uh, and kind of flying under the under the radar and, you know, as a, a, a not a, a real low seed, but a lower seed to reach the finals. I think, what were they, a four or a three? Olmstead is a three. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, good for the Owls. Um now, B1, that'll immediately follow that game at 145. City Honors versus Olean, and that, to me, might be an underappreciated game, if you ask me. Yeah. That might I mean, you've got Niagara Falls coming up on West Seneca West and some other high-powered teams, but yeah, but whenever this Olean, might be the game. Yeah, whenever Olean's out see. there, you got to watch them play. They're going to be amazing. It's going to be undefeated. A, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's a tall order for City Honors, and City Honors is pretty decent. Oh, yeah, so you got Olean at the 1, City Honors comes in at a 4. The winner of those B1, B2 matchups will be playing on Tuesday. Um, then you got the Class A championship, uh, A1 versus A2. That's Tuesday, March 5th. So before they get be there. will the A1 championship today. and That'll be decided. Amherst and Louport at 7 o'clock. Man, I like Louport. East, West Seneca West at 830. Can you? That game is going to be off the charts. Oh, Amherst Louport is going to be packed. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you that right now. Oh yeah. If, La- if Louport brings their A game, look out. I mean, when they get hot, they're scary good. I, I, you know, I've said it. You've heard me say it a couple of weeks now. I personally think right now, if you look at it outside of of what we've seen with our park team, right? Because we know we've got some players of the year over there, but. Um, Gail here for for Louport would I, be to me your player of the year if it wasn't for what's going on at Park. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Roddy Gale is an up-and-coming superstar. Oh. I really believe that he's going to have a shot to play not only at the next level, but he may have even a higher ceiling, if you will. Mm-hmm. He's a real deal. Um, but he needs help. <coughs> he he can carry Luport, but he needs guys to make shots, too. And that's oh, why he, he, he has a supporting Falls. cast. He, he has it. He does. Oh, he has yeah, he it does. right now. He does. Absolutely. He needs, he needs that to help them reach the final game. They're going to have their hands full with, with Amherst today. But I, Roddy, the best players rise to these occasions, and Roddy Gale will be the best player on the court tonight at 7 p.m. And uh, if, he get, if, if his guys are hitting shots, they definitely have a shot. Yeah, well, not to take anything away from Amherst. No, not at all. No, no, Listen, no. Amherst is going to be ready. They've yes. been there before, done it, and they've got guys that have been there for three years. So right. they're going to be ready for this game. There's oh, yeah. no doubt about it. As well as Coach Bradshaw is going to have his team ready over there too. But imagine being a freshman and knowing you're going to have the same point guard for four years if you decide to stay there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, the point guard's an eighth grader. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, both, insane. Yeah, both uh, Luport and Niagara Falls with young guy with young talent are making impact as freshmen. Absolutely. Like I said, no doubt what we've seen up in the you know in the NFL league this year has just been unbelievable from the from the younger athletes. It's one of the first years you're hearing these standouts come from 8th and ninth grade that you don't normally hear. Right. Normally it's all about the juniors the, and seniors or, or the 10th even some of the, you know, better 10th graders. This is a year the first time in a while that you're hearing from the freshmen. And, and you're going to hear these names like you said for 4 yeah. years. So yep. I mean that's that A1 final again Williamsville East and West Seneca West. That's a 5-7 matchup. It's a 5-7 matchup. Yeah, they're upsetting some. But, but, again, you talk about teams that get hot towards the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, West Seneca West has been, uh, you know, they're getting it done lately. You can't go by seedings here. I mean, you know as well as well, I yeah, do. Seedings gonna... aren't seedings, uh, right? Uh, West know, Seneca I, I mean, well, West Seneca West is playing an ECIC 1 against all the double A's right now. So, of course, they're going to have a lower spot. Yeah. Right. They're never going to be one, uh, the number one seed because they're not going to go undefeated in the ECIC 1. Yeah, so don't read too much man. into the seedings. Just telling we're, you. We're trying to I'm be dramatic. I'm just telling you. Thanks for good radio. Time's a buzzkill on that. <laughs> We got Cinderella's here, buddy. We <laughs> Go, got with Cinderella's. It, Go with it, Listen, listen. West Seneca West is not a center. If you know, <laughs> I know, I know. they're a team to be. They're defending. Right? Hey, they're the defending Absolutely. champion. Absolutely, that's the a good champion. team there. I mean, they took you know Williamsville South to four overtimes last year mm-hmm. in this game. So, and then you got that three thirty game Williamsville North the one versus Niagara Falls the two. Uh, which is, power versus speed. Right is what you're going to say. You could just the bigs of Will North versus the speed of Niagara Falls. Who's going to win out? And and Orchard Park, if you looked at when they played Niagara Falls, their big Fowler right goes for 20 points in that game, and that was where what kept Orchard Park in that game. Now you look at the bigs of Will North. They're going to bring multiple bigs in there that are the big football power oh, yeah. bigs. Oh yeah. This is going to be a game, and it's just going to see which is strength is going to be the one that wins out. Yeah, I agree. And I then agree. you have the uh, um, was it Will North putting both girls and boys at this point? Uh, are they still both still? I don't, the, the Will North girls are not playing. I thought that thought but, that, that uh, they were playing. Or... No, nope, they've they lost out. But Will North, the boys are there. Okay, Niagara Falls You're below right. is their key figure. But the Hopkins and the Becks, uh, they're big, tough, physical. And they're going to play the body, and uh, you know you may, you may see a few guys foul out, but if that's what it takes 
to slow Niagara Falls down if there's such a thing. Yeah. That's what it's going to take. It's uh, What I think is going to is Williamsville North is going to have to out-rebound them. Out-rebound them and being able to get, especially uh, on uh, picking up your offensive uh, misses and putting them back in, I think that could be the key. Well, what you're going to notice with Niagara Falls is they're very good slashers to the hoop is what they are. So they're going to they're gonna use their point guard is a lefty and will come in from the left-hand side, which is very difficult for a lot of people to adjust to right? because they're so used to coming in from the right-hand side as their strength, right? Their weakness is coming into the left even though that they're doing it. He's going to come in from the left as his strength. So you've got to be able to stop that, which is going to be number one. If they can stop the penetration to the basket and turn them into a jump shooting team, this game's going to get real close. But that's going to be the key is you have to stop the penetration. And they've got three guys that can penetrate to the hole in Niagara Falls. It's not going to only come from the point guard. So you've got to be able to stop that penetration. If you do turn them into a jump shooting team, that's how to make this game really close. And the Falls, too, can get hot from three, which they've shown uh, in the past. That, Absolutely. And if they get hot, yeah, they're going to be a handful. So, All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll finish analyzing what's going on today and uh, get you set up with that and more. Don't forget, Sports Talk Saturday follows us at 11 o'clock. And tonight at 7, it's the Sabres against the Leafs right here on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. The Sports Talk Saturday right here. WGR Sports Radio 550. Thank you, Derek Kramer, for producing today. Sorry we couldn't get Roger on earlier. Uh, I, I know I promised to get him on in the first uh, segment, but the way the flow of the show goes, where we had to get you know X amount of information that we wanted to get out there. and uh, sorry, Raj, but uh, I'm sure you're taking advantage of the hospitality suite, so he's not too crushed, you know what I mean? All right, guys, uh, key dates coming up next. Well, i got to correct the record. Oh, thank, oh thank correction you, is coming. Brett Banker, he sent this text to me. Williamsville North beat Orchard Park yesterday in Kenmore, and Frontier got by Jamestown 37-20, to 20, so they will play for the championship Wednesday, March 6th. At Buff State, it's a 7.30 tip-off. So that's I knew I wasn't six. losing my mind. You were oh, no, not I losing your mind. mind. Yeah, I did lose it. We've lost our mind. <laughs> but you seem to have found it. <laughs> All right. Congratulations <laughs> to Coach Shaw. I used to work here uh, at Intercom and just a great guy. A couple of the other games, though. Sunday, we'll be at uh, Buff State all day Saturday and Sunday. But the A1 final, Will South and Grand Island, that's 1 o'clock. That's a game I'm really looking forward to. Um, and then you got Amherst and Lake Shore. The winner of those two games uh, should be playing uh, Wednesday as well at Buff State. So it's a busy week coming up. Only in East Aurora plays tomorrow uh, for the Class B1, B2, Southwestern and Olmstead. Class B, oh my gosh, there's so many games there. Uh, B1 versus B2 play Wednesday at 6 p.m. at Buff State. And then you got all those games we talked about earlier. Chautauqua Lake, Silver Creek today, uh, Frewsburg, Maple Grove and uh, Franklinville versus Panama. And all these games are available on the NFHS network. You can watch eight games at once if you want. They're you nice, really but if you really want an experience, go to Buff State. Oh. Uh, to, uh, 
I don't know that there's more enjoyable day. You sit at Buff State, you watch all these games that are going on. They have uh, good food in the concession stand. Yes, I did have to uh, bring that up. And it's just a fun atmosphere. Like, you know, we talk about Niagara Falls. When uh, they show up, they bring their band, and it just adds so much to the atmosphere. Busloads of people come in, both sides cheering. It's it's fun. It's uh, it really is a good time, and you get a you get a lot of entertainment for the buck. And but it's just a great venue to be at, and I'm so happy that they play there. And, and some of these these teams will have bands there to boot. Yes. They, uh, we know Niagara Falls will have the bands there. That is a given, and that's the three thirty game out there. It is unbelievable fun. We'll do what we can to bring the atmosphere to life. You know, as far as on the NFHS network, I know I'll be doing the three thirty, the seven o'clock, and the eight thirty games today, which will be the. Just hold your mic out when the band is <laughs> going. Just let them go on, no, guys. Let, give it to them. Let them hear, and that's the double A, the A two, and the A one games is what I'll have. And then tomorrow we've got four games uh, for the girls: the B one, B two, and A one, A two finals. Uh, will be at Buff State. Uh, 11, 1, 3, and 5, and I'll be there doing all those games too tomorrow. So, And you're so lucky because you're going to sit there courtside, which that view from the, that real long table, it's nice. Oh, no, I actually, go, we're going to be high. Oh, you're not going to be down there with everybody else. Because we're actually going to have a video stream, so you're going to be able to watch it, so you need oh. to be higher so you can see the entire court. Okay. So we are going to be much higher. If we were just doing audio... We would have been down near where yeah, you've seen gotcha. WG or Z yeah. do before, but we're going to have uh, the video too, so we've got to be higher for the video feed up there. I always enjoy going down and hanging out the table, uh, press row, if you will, oh, yeah. and uh, meeting up with people, and then uh, you know going behind the coaches' uh, benches, especially if I know one of the coaches, and that's a great time. I love it. Well, you know, you can put a name with the face too. Yeah. You know, who's writing these articles? Uh, Scott Kindred from uh, Post Journal was there yesterday. He also said to say hello to everybody. He does a fantastic job down there. He really does. Kudos to everybody that's yeah. covering high school sports. Yeah. And you run into these guys. You see them all the time. You read their stuff. Matt Spielman was there as well. I was interviewing the Panama coach uh, while he was and Cam Barmore and some of the other guys from Panama. And, and they, they had a good story, down. too, with uh, one of their players that uh, Hine, I, Hines, I believe. Tyler uh, uh, Hine from uh, Randolph. Randolph, that was it, yeah. Buff State on Tuesday. Yeah, His, so you get to, you get to well, hear he a lot started, of He started stuff. at Jamestown in Young and then went back to Randolph. Yeah, so his father's the coach. Yep. He also has a cousin on the team, a younger brother that's going to be on the team probably next year. I'll tell you, that kid dropped 38 yesterday on a very yeah, tough. Yeah, have a night. <laughs> A very tough physical Bennett team, so he can play that game. If you want to get into a tough physical game, he's young, he's not big, but he will get in your face and pop a three and shut you up. Mm -hmm. I talked to those players after the kid named, uh, I think it's Gerald McCoy, another big, tall kid for one of their big, tall presences that they have uh, down there at Randolph. He had a monster dunk in that game that really sparked a nice run in the second half for Randolph. As they center court would say, hashtag boom. Boom, right. Yeah. But, but yeah. Hines, Hines the real deal. He that is. kid can shoot from anywhere in the court. He is, and he you did. You leave him alone, you give him an opening, it's going down. I'll tell you yeah, that right they're, now. They're going to have a, a tough game Tuesday. It's Bennett's tough, physical, and athletic, but they, they're just off. You know, they're just off passing-wise, shooting-wise. They're just off a tad. Middle, they're playing middle-early college. They're not off. 
they're, they're big, good. athletic, physical, and they can finish. Right. Randolph's going to have their hands full. That's going to be it's a good be a great one. game. And the following week, uh, week from today, we have uh, Section 6 versus Section 5. I think you said the girls are here in western New York, but the boys will be playing in Rochester. So that's going to do it for us, uh, wrapping this thing up for today. I'm headed to Niagara Falls High School. My son has another basketball game. I hope they score a point this week. <laughs> they got shut out last week. <laughs> Oh, I felt bad for those kids, but, you know, they're having fun. And, uh, you know, as I said, we're getting ready to start up spring sports, so we'll have, uh, you know, previews of uh, baseball and softball, lacrosse, uh, when we get closer to that. Thanks to Derek Kramer, uh, Tom and Frank. Thank you guys. Have a great uh, time covering the games today. We'll talk to you next week with more Inside High School Sports. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 